0: You know, kind of stepping back and, and evaluating the buyer activity post Prime Day. There's some panic, you know, in, in the industry, and just kind of having that conversation, educating um, advertisers, sellers, and buyers alike on why they're seeing these numbers change is going to be really important um, as we approach Christmas.
1: I've launched campaigns and picked keywords. I've got my bids. Some placements too And a bad mistake On everybody out there, welcome to the PBC Den podcast. I'm your host, Michael Erickson Vasheen. Today, I'm joined by the talented Adam Milat from Better Got MS. it, right. Got <laughs> it. Uh, Adam. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here. I've had a, such a nice time getting to know you over the last you know, 20 30 minutes since we've been talking, and uh, it's cool to have you on the show.
0: Thank you very much, Michael. I'm a huge fan, been following what Adger, Ad Badger has been doing for quite a while now. Um, so, it's an honor, truly.
1: It's great to have you here. Uh, I'm also a fan of yours as well. Crushing it with LinkedIn. Is it, you know, I'm a, I am try to post on LinkedIn as much as possible because I feel like the it like feeds. The more you post, the more engagement you'll get. And like, right. you just need to keep posting. Do you, what are your thoughts on LinkedIn? Are you enjoying it? Do you find it to be a grind? Tell me, tell me this.
0: You know, I... I do find that to be a grind at times. Uh, It's definitely something that you have to keep up with on a weekly basis. Um, What's interesting is throughout this kind of process of, of working to scale traffic on LinkedIn, there have been times where I've spent upwards of, you know, an hour working through a post and and going into detail (laughs) only to see a very, very basic post do triple the engagement that, you know, those deeper posts do. So (laughs)
1: <laughs> there's no doubt about it. My, I, so every Friday I try to post a PPC meme. It's the most popular post that I do. And it's like, it's, it's it's a, you know, there's this like internet thing. It's like a low effort meme. It's just like, right. here, here you go. But I feel like that's kind of what social media is. Sometimes it's like, Oh man, don't make me think like I have to right. read this. I have to read this long thing. So yeah, I also catch, catch myself like trying to create like great, great, great posts only to be bested by myself the next day with like, A picture of my dog or something.
0: Well, it sounds like you have the timing down as well with the memes on Friday. So A plus.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, do you know the, do you know, uh, are you on Reddit by any chance?
0: Here and there I am.
1: Uh, there's a community LinkedIn lunatics. (laughs) It's a, I just Googled it a subreddit for insufferable LinkedIn content. And Sometimes you get a little bit, sometimes you can get a little bit inspired about what's on there, about like what to do more of. It's like, whoa, this post got crazy engagement. (laughs) Like, uh, I'm looking at it now. Someone's like sleeping near their desk and it got like 13,000 likes or something. (laughs) Things things like that. Yes. Simplicity. Simplicity, right? It's all you need. Uh, I think my next post actually, are you ready for this? I have the door closed on my office right now. My dog was sitting on the other side of it, with like her nose right against the door. That's a post right there. That's that's it, gonna be the that's gonna be the week best.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> you know, it's if you just think about the things that happen on your day to day, and yes, you know what people can relate. I think there's a lot of uh, magic that can happen there.
1: <laughs> yes, I think I'm gonna go with the angle of like business leadership. CEO, like be the person your dog thinks you are. <laughs> Mash that together, <laughs> crush it. That's a Jeez. that's a post right there. That's a post right there. Um, but yes, uh, I don't think the listeners are listening for us to give them LinkedIn tips. Although maybe they are. Who knows? Today we're going to be touching on uh, a couple different topics. Uh, I think that uh, we're just going to roll with this one. Uh, you know, I I really like asking the question about like you know, based on the conversations that you've had in the last week, uh, whether it be, uh, with the team from better AMS on Slack or it be, you guys are, are you guys on Slack? Sure. Okay. i was curious if maybe there's some other thing, but yes, uh, conversations on Slack. Slack talks with clients, talk with team members, talk with peers in the industry. Like what has been maybe a theme or one of the most interesting things that you've touched on over the last week or so?
0: Yeah, that's a, a good and deep question. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Q4 for sure. Always a, a topic, a strong topic at this time of the year. Um, I would say shifting buyer activity post Prime Day uh, and how this year's buyer activity is a bit different than 2020 and 2021. Uh, and I would say tacos has been a Totally, cost rather has been a huge, uh, huge subject of discussion lately.
1: I actually feel like all of those things are related. Do you, uh, do you follow or know of Gary Vaynerchuk? It's Gary V. Gary V. Yeah, of yeah. Uh, <laughs> he had a post. He had a video the other day that was basically telling people like maybe you don't need the new iPhone. Like maybe you don't need that. Like maybe we're in for a world of hurt. Uh, I was at brunch the other day uh, and a friend was like, oh man, did you hear what like Elon Musk said? Like the economy is going to go into a huge recession. It's going to last so long. Um, and I feel like all of these things, you know, buyer fatigue, a nut second prime day, total A cost increases, inflation, rising CPCs. It's like, Going into this quarter four, there's not a lot of holiday cheer. That's <laughs> like, right. um, and you know, things don't always operate in isolation. So like all of those things are related to like your CP, your PPC account. You mentioned a couple of things there, like total ACOS struggles, like going to quarter four, like talk to us a little bit about what you feel like the common thread is with like maybe buyer fatigue. Like talk, Like, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I really like the point you made, um, you know, about the iPhone, right? I feel like a lot of people right now, myself included, aren't as quick to purchase because of potential economic downturn, right? So generally, um, you know, that that conversation has revolved sort of around buyer fatigue and uh, a lot more customers being in more of the consideration stage and not being so quick to purchase. So with that, of course. You see a decrease in conversion rate very slowly uh it seems to have been over the last couple of weeks and i almost feel like prime day you know the initial prime day was sort of an effort to jump start the holidays or, or holiday shopping um and i think you know kind of stepping back and, and evaluating the buyer activity post prime day there's some panic you know in, in the industry and just kind of having that conversation Educating um, advertisers, sellers, and buyers alike on why they're seeing these numbers change is going to be really important um, as we approach Christmas.
1: Yeah, you know, there's two things. There's two things there, which is you know, navigating that minefield with clients. And you know, on this show, like I, tr- I try not to like. You know, and I think as good PPC management and good PPC managers, like, yes, like the economy, like the overall economy might influence it, like buyer sentiment might influence it. Right. But I always try to say like, so what, like, what can we actually do about it? Right. You know, client education, having conversations, uh, trying to preempt things. So like doing stuff like this and like talking about it now so that, and, you know, a week from now when we talk to a team member or a client, it's like, oh, like we've already You know the stage has been set like we're not going to use that as an excuse but like what are we actually going to do with this information and the other thing i wanted to say too is like it's good ppc is like good ppc whether it's like rainy or sunny outside i think bad ppc you can get away with when you just waltz right into success and you sort of didn't understand why a PPC campaign was successful or you didn't understand why you had a good total ACoS in the past or why you had a good ACoS in the past, maybe you just waltzed right into it because, you know, you happen to be in industry with very little competition, but you had awful marketing strategy. And then now all of a sudden you have competition and it's very, you know, easy to, you know, point fingers or whatever, but it's like, oh, it's like, because there weren't, there wasn't business, good business practices, like two years ago now because CPCs have gone up now we're feeling the pinch um so I think good PPC is like good PPC no matter what I think people can get away with like bad PPC campaign structure and like targeting strategy and like not know how to run single keyword ranking campaigns but then when competition goes up CPCs go up maybe conversion rates are dip a little bit industry-wide then it becomes a big panic um but back on task what to do about it. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I think everyone under the sun has seen rises in ACOS or CPCs over the last 12, 16 months, potentially even, you know, on a shorter timeframe too. So right. like when you have those conversations, like what are some of the things that the clients are, that your clients are like voicing to you? Like what are some of their concerns and, and how do you navigate that?
0: Yeah. So, you know, the biggest concerns right now is just a downward trend in sales, uh, downward trend in conversion rate, upward trend in CPC, um, obviously, through things that you don't want to see. I, I think I go back to your last point where talking about what we can do about it is most important, but also kind of painting the picture right and, and making sure the client understands all of the variables that go into PPC and performance. So once that conversation is had, I think it's very important to kind of spin spin the dial and and go back to being a problem solver. Um, You know, PPC is a game of adaptation. So if you're not adapting to, I I don't necessarily want to say the times, but but shopper activity, um, you know, an ever changing uh, field, then performance will lag. So, you know, I think just keeping, keeping eyes on your, your top performing products, um, ensuring that campaigns are in budget, ensuring that bids aren't too high or too low. Um, just making sure all of your ducks are in a row rather.
1: One thing I've started to do a lot more of, and people on the team at AdBadger have started to do a lot more of, and I'm curious if you guys have started doing this more too, it sounds like maybe you have, which is like tapping more into competitive analysis. Uh, where it's sort of saying like, okay, we're over here, but like, you know, conver- good conversion rate, bad conversion rate, good A cost bad A cost it's all relative to the industry, right? So like if the industry shrinks and your orders go down, that's not as bad as if your orders go down or even if your orders are steady or even if your orders increase 5%, but the overall market grew 25%. Right. Like, I, I feel like that's what I was sort of referring to in the past where like people... Maybe they latch on to a growing industry and like they, they see growth, but like they have a lot of internal systems like not where they should be. So like we've been tapping into a lot more of like industry analysis of like what does the product opportunity explorer describe like an average conversion rate to be? Or what does the search query performance dashboard say about our brand share of orders for a search term? Like those kinds of things are providing some context to navigate some of this which is i think it adds context right Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and you know i would say as competition grows and as, as costs rise it almost seems like those who are able to play the game are able to remain at top of search and there there are a lot of question marks around that you know from brands who historically have not had to put as much effort into ppc then as they are now um so you know having the conversation around conversion rate, ad spend, um, listing optimization, et cetera, et cetera, is, I think, ever important in today's landscape.
1: Yeah. There, there's an old school PPC quote, which I first saw when I like joined the industry. It said, like, the goal of PPC is not to bid less or pay less. The goal of PPC is to bid the most and turn a profit. Um, so, like, when you're able to do that, like, that's when the magic happens. It's like your conversion rate is high enough that you could afford a higher cost per click. Like you're, you know, all of those things are happening. So I thought that was like, it, I think that's still true, right. In any auction based system, like the harder you can go and still be able to win the auction and turn a Mm -hmm. profit, the better. So, so like all of these systems, like feed into each other for sure. Mm -hmm. So going into a quarter four, like, yes, you know, the market analysis can be helpful to provide some context, um, that kind of thing. You know, what kinds of conversations, or I guess after you have those conversations, like what kinds of actions are you doing to light a path forward kind of?
0: Yeah. Great question. Um, You know, I think step one is nailing down KPI and, and getting the account in good standing, um, you know, in, in the brand's eyes prior to the next moves you make, whether it be scale or whether it be a, a Q4 strategy or, uh, an aggressive promotion of, you know, your top products. I think trimming the fat, um, you know, around this time of year is, is really important because it's going to give you a bit of buffer room to play with and test. Um, so yeah, I think that would be step one. Um, yeah.
1: You know, due to, uh, I'm also curious on your thoughts for this question, you know, think of like a a mythical, mystical, like a super rare unicorn. And what I mean by that in the Amazon PPC world is like, there's still accounts out there that have like 5% ACOS that are spending like a hundred grand a month. Uh, Like those, those absolutely amazing accounts where almost somehow like the CPC inflation has. Dodge. They've, they've dodged like CPC inflation like maybe their CPC only went up from like 30 cents to 35 cents right uh, which is which is still a lot that's still an over 10 percent increase in CPC but like they're still just rocking like a sub 10 percent a cost with a lot of spend I was tempted to like sort of tell this person like like enjoy this while it lasts because I can't imagine how much longer it would go on Uh and it was a combination of sort of like competition sort of a uh, combination of like their CPCs hadn't gone up that much. They're like in a hyper specific niche where like nobody's there somehow. Uh, And they're selling like a really, really strong product. Like they had a lot going for them in their favor, but I'm curious, like, do you think those days are going to get like rarer and rarer for accounts like
0: that? Mm -hmm. I really do. Um, I think the landscape over the past two years is, has changed pretty drastically. You know, I think PPC needs to be a core focus and, and your strategy, if you want to, if you want your products to be as visible as possible, it needs to be honed in. You know, the, the days of a basic auto, broad phrase, exact structure, thing of the past. Um, so using all of the resources that Amazon has provided us. Um, I really like the search query performance report, like you had mentioned. Um, Just really diving in, trying to getting as many categorical competitor insights as possible and then insights into your own brand is really going to help you understand and kind of hone in a strategy for, uh, you know, more, we'll call polarizing times in Q4. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. So going into quarter four, you know, one thing that I've seen more, I actually saw this in like the first real prime day of 2022 which was sort of some brands are just like feeling some of this exhaustion and Mm -hmm. using Black Friday, Cyber Monday, the quarter four push as almost like a time to recapture profit as opposed to just hammer down uh, on volume. So some brands being more strategic about, you know, I I think there's sort of like a spectrum where some people are saying, I just want to go hard on everything all the way to the other side of, I only want to go hard on my top 5% of products or my top 5% most profitable products, like whatever ranking system they want to use. But like, and then in the middle, it's like maybe I just go hard on my top 50% of products. Uh, are you seeing that on your end too?
0: I am. Um, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I feel like over the last few years, as, an, as a manager, as a PPC manager, you could kind of manage at an account level for a lot of different brands. Um, whereas, Nowadays, you know, you have to be a lot more product specific, um, yeah. because you know, predominantly rising costs. Um, really, again, evaluating necessarily where you can kind of trim the fat um, in terms of ad spend is really important. And I think that there's a lot of fluctuation right now across products that may historically have done well and and are no longer. And whether that has to do with the rising competition or just the times, you know, definitely interesting discussion to be had
1: you know i think it's interesting too so like what you just described like i talk a lot about it of just like yeah like you used to be able to like not pay too much attention to like product performance a versus product performance b and now it's just like our total ACOS is getting killed for this product and like the fact that it could potentially be salvaged with like better performance somewhere else it's like no like everything needs to perform like the stakes are much higher now that also you know we talk about sort of that becoming more important that's actually a lot more work to like think yeah. about and manage, right? Um, it is, and I think it's also curious too. Like that means it's a lot more like conversations back and forth. Like for us as humans to like wrap our heads around. Like okay, now like this special case for this product. We talk a lot about inflation. Have you noticed like an inflation in the time that it takes to like do an like manage a, an account? Like I'm talking about like conversations about products, like the actual work to do it. Like your thought your mental load thinking about the a particular brand, like all of that stuff, Have you noticed that as well in terms of like, oh like yeah, 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 you guys see you' shaking your head.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, again, I think as as PPC becomes more complex and and more features are released, um, and we have more opportunities to test and spend uh, naturally, the game is going to become more complex, right? So, you know, kind of taking a step back again and evaluating those those top performing products or on the latter or on the other side of it, um, you know, your your poorer performing products, and not necessarily comparing them year over year, uh, because of course there are a lot of variables that that have uh, that are to be considered over the last couple of years. But um, just kind of taking a step back and really evaluating what you can do to to help, to fix improvement as opposed to like you said, kind of blaming um, the hand that we've been dealt.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think I continue. I think like as I think back to 2022, like more product level analysis and more product level optimization is probably the most, I've probably found that to be like the most effective new activity that we were not doing years past. Uh, In fact, I don't even know. This is episode two hundred three of the PPC podcast. So that's like over two hundred weeks of of talking about Amazon PPC. Uh, I think maybe around episode like one hundred twenty, Destiny was on the show, and we're like, ah, total A cost per product. Can you even? You can't even really do it because of sponsored brands. Um, so it's like, you know, it's this imperfect metric. And then like, she came back, maybe like episode like and fifty. <laughs> We're like, all right, take that back. You should be doing, you should be trying to analyze organic sales and paid spend and paid sales on a per product basis. Like that, this has probably been my newest thing that I'm doing in like the last 12, 16 months that I was not doing in like 2018, 2019, uh, maybe in the early parts of 2020. Cause you didn't really need to.
0: Right. And I think, uh, at least from my perspective, brands are starting to get a gauge on that as well. I just had a really interesting conversation yesterday uh, about a handful of products for a brand that we manage um, historically, which have done very well. And what we're seeing is competitors, um, you know, really start to scale up and and own market share. So, um, you know, we're of course responding and doing what we can there, but you know, I think two years ago, this conversation would have been centered more around the brand itself. Um, and now, you know, in a catalog of 300, 400 products, we're pinpointing what exactly we can do to change uh, organic and sponsored rank for three products that are not even in the top half of, of monthly sales. So it's, it's very interesting differences uh, in management style and philosophy over the last couple of years
1: last question before we move on to some like new updates do you think we'll ever live in a post rank world uh so and with the subtext there being shifting away from like organic rank moving to like a brand share of sales for a search
0: you know that's a great question um i don't want to get my hopes up yeah but what would you prefer what would you prefer it's also a good question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the latter comes a lot of adjustment, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Holding steady for now would be ideal. But if there's ever, you know, a shift in ad philosophy where we can grow margins, spend less, shrink more, it's yeah. ideal.
1: You know, what's interesting on Google Ads, they give you average position uh, for paid spot, average position. And then in Google Webmaster Tools, where like Google tells you your organic positions for stuff, it also tells you average position, which I think is very interesting compared to like, you know, a rank tracking tool, which tells you a one number thing. When in actuality, like, you know, maybe in New York, you're one spot and in Idaho, you're another spot. And maybe, you know, you're fluctuating between three spots throughout the day on it. I think that, I think the average number maybe gets you a little bit closer to where what like the real thing that people want to track. And then I think ultimately like, yeah, I think it's maybe it's not an either or I think it'd be cool to get average position. And I think it'd be really cool to get brand share of sales like for a keyword in a really like easy to grab way, which I think we're getting there. Uh, Slowly, slowly, but surely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So as we sort of go into 2023, One thing that's always been true since the dawn of pay-per-click advertising is like there's almost always an early mover advantage because of the nature that it's because of what it is. It's like a auction system. So if you're able to get into an auction that's before a lot of other people, you're generally going to see like cheaper cost per clicks or CPMs. Um, So did you go to
0: Unboxed? I did not destiny me, did me and, me uh, a couple, yeah i heard it was a good one
1: yeah i i heard uh, a spectrum of responses interesting oh, oh yeah uh that's another mm. episode that's that's for yeah. that's for uh pbc den after dark Ooh. uh that, yeah that's so well, that? <laughs> um but what i was going to say was like there are there were some cool things that came from it and the thing that i always think is valuable is like the goals of an advertiser advertising on any platform is going to be slightly different than the goals of the platform itself is going to be slightly different than the goals of the individual consumer who's like shopping on the platform. So like there's all these like slightly different goals. And like, ideally you find like the center of the Venn diagram and like lean into that. Right. And funny enough, as I bring up that analogy, it's like leaning into sometimes on Amazon, you have to lean into what Amazon wants a little bit more. Um, and I, and I suppose it's always sort of been that way, uh, like doing Google SEO. It's like, okay, this is good for users. I like doing this, but also sometimes I need to do things to appease the platform I'm playing in. Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately on Amazon, that usually means spending, (laughs) spending PBC, um, and giving away your margins. But, um, there's been some cool updates. And, you know, it's, it's connected to this too, where it's like, okay, CBCs have gone up. Let's look for new ad types or new things to potentially get that early mover advantage and then take advantage of that. Uh, I'd love to, you know, whatever you want to do, like maybe a rundown or even just like what you found most interesting, uh, something that maybe you want to try first, you know, where do you want to, where do you want to take that?
0: Yeah. Um, uh, something I'm really interested and excited about right now is sponsored brand video or excuse me, sponsored display video <laughs> rather. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm still yeah, excited
1: no about sponsored brand video.
0: Right. Yeah. The, the <laughs> new, uh, new placement is very exciting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think leverage seeing what we can do, uh, in terms of sponsored display video to start leveraging that ad type a bit more, uh, is huge. I think that in combination with, uh, the power of view through remarketing that that ad type now has, um, you know, especially considering it's Q4, uh, is yeah. is a huge opportunity. Uh, pair that with the insights that the Search Query Performance Report provides to you um, on a brand level and on a category level. That's pretty huge. Um, you know, that, that's that's a lot of data and a lot of insight to work through in a pretty important time for, for a lot of brands. But uh, yeah, I would say th- those are what I'm most excited about right now.
1: Yes, I, I think in general, any, any new ad type should be taken advantage of. Uh, and then it's sort of the job of PPC marketers doing PPC to like sort of look at that new ad type and be like, what kinds of things could we do to get the most value out of that? Like how do we make that work? Um, so even you know, even just sponsored display in general, uh, sometimes people will have trouble with sponsored display. And I think finding a way to even make to to make that work. So maybe you know you're bidding a certain amount. Maybe you're only putting a certain amount of products in it. Maybe you're approaching it a certain way. Uh, I think that's always a task. Um, in terms of sponsored display in general, you know, f- flash forward, flash forward, fast forward to like a year from now. You know, what do you? anticipate for sponsored display like now that they are sort of looking at sponsored display as another avenue for you know if we think of amazon's goals like another Mm -hmm. opportunity for them to like build out this newer campaign type obviously ad platforms love it when we move up funnel uh, but it could be good for you know advertisers and customers too right so like finding that center of that venn diagram uh where do you anticipate like sponsored display like evolving to over the next you know six twelve months
0: so I think that's a really important point you made. It, it almost feels like sponsor display hits two parts of the funnel very well. Um, awareness and conversion. So it, for defense um, and then obviously for awareness play, product targeting, category targeting, et cetera, it's fantastic. But what I find challenging is reaching the right audiences in the consideration stage with sponsored display, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. I I think, I think people ready to, people ready to buy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, as they, it almost seems like Amazon is ingraining more DSP features into sponsored display, like every other month. Right. Um, you know, we now have the opportunity to advertise off platform with sponsored display. Um, so I'm not sure what direction they're going to go necessarily, but definitely excited, for, um, you know, any new updates across that ad type.
1: But yeah. If sponsored display could get even more audience control, like that would be great. More audience options, more audience control.
0: Exclusion would be fantastic.
1: Po- yeah. Positive audiences and negative audiences for sure. Um, fingers crossed. You know, negative audiences are one of those things that benefits advertisers the mo- like more then Mm -hmm. like another option to target more people it's like oh i want to serve this ad to audience a but not audience b in a perfect world amazon's like hey what if you did it just did it to everybody (laughs) what if you just did it to everyone um how about men over 20 how's how's that as an audience right Uh, uh so yeah so taking advantage of that i think will be a nice spot to explore um so yeah so sort of circling two main themes here of like increased segmentation, looking at things on a product level to make decisions out in your PPC campaigns based off an individual product's performance, Uh, working in uh, organic rank, you know, mentioning the search query performance dashboard to try to measure some of that and taking advantage of some new sponsored display video. Adam, this is a different kind of episode than I normally do. This was way more conversational and uh, I had a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on and having this conversation. Uh, it's cool to hear how you've been thinking about things, and it's cool to have this conversation.
0: Yeah, I uh, really appreciate the opportunity, Michael. This was a really, really fun conversation. Um, it's it's kind of fun to go in with with more of a conversational direction, right? I feel like this flowed really well, um, and there was a lot of valuable information that came out of it. So
1: yeah, and special thanks to you for bringing that chill Oregon. Eugene uh that, that chill Oregon energy just you know surrounded by trees cloudy day <laughs> I'm surprised you're not in flannel but yes uh thanks so much for bringing that energy I, uh, this was a fun one
0: my pleasure Michael hopefully there is a next time sir
1: yeah yeah and Adam from Better AMS thank you so much for joining us today on the PPC Den podcast everyone else I'll see you next week here on the PPC Den podcast